This is the Fail Fast Podcast. Stories of entrepreneurs who looked at failure in the eyes and didn't give up. With your host, the online sales master, Quinn Amorum. Welcome back, my friends. Today, we have a very special guest who last week made me fail or you witnessed one of my failures. And he is changing the game in business development. At the age of 22, he came out of the Marine Corps and he struggled to with what to do next. Then he landed his first straight commission sales job where he spent over two decades learning what it takes to be successful in sales, business, and life. At the age of 40, he discovered he'd been living other people's dreams and not chasing his own. And now today he's here with us, Donnie Bouvine. How's it going, Donnie? Good, brother. Good. I'm so glad you brought up the failure because if you didn't, I was going to. I don't know. I was going to bust your chops about it. So tell everybody what you did. This is this is fun. This is fun for me. I, hey, guys, I wish. I hope you can see they're squirming right now. This is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so this is. Uh... It was a way that I found to get some uh, free coaching with <laughs> And it was, uh, I'll pretend to do an interview with him and uh, not record it. So <laughs> last week we had an hour interview and I didn't record it. So, so literally put that in perspective, guys. We sat down and went through the entire podcast, word for word, asking questions, having fun, do everything, get to the end, he hits a button and it basically says recording started. <laughs> 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 so this uh, is take two this is this is take two so it, it, it's going to be very smooth and <laughs> i i apologized uh, immensely to donnie i was oh actually, dude I, I thought he was gonna cry i really dude he was so distraught at the end of that and i'm like ah oh, fuck it life happens <laughs> <laughs> oh donnie so let's get back to this <laughs> You are a very successful podcaster. You um, have been in the top 200 for a while. So life has been very easy for you to get there. It was very easy. Shit. There was no issues whatsoever. Is that right? No. Yeah. Um, uh, I woke up one morning, decided to grab a microphone, and dude, it's history. I'm, I mean, I, I think I'm going to be at the next Golden Globes or something. I'm just so off. No. God, no. <laughs> nah, man. Podcasting has been a hell of a journey. Um you know, we did have some some relatively quick uh, growth early on in the show. I think it was about three months in when we hit top two hundred. You know, uh, in the business categories, well, I believe mm. what we hit first, and then um, it was five or six months before we hit the the top two hundred overall. Um, and that was a cool day. I will say, you know, I got the screenshot of me sitting next to Tim Ferriss. Mm-hmm. You know, that's just a, a cool thing to have. But, um, you know, podcasting has been an adventure like anything. You know, when we first started, I mean, especially if people have gone back and listened to some of the original shows and it sounds like crap. You know, my, my, my audio is not that great. Um, you know, the, the output, what intro was some shit that I pulled out of my ass. Um, you know, we didn't have a professional team or anything. So it, it was literally me trying to do all this thing. And, you know, the, the one thing that I think really worked for it is, you know, I grew up watching PBS specials, you know, and, and these after school, you know, things. And I love to feel good. So the, the show really started off for a chance for me to hear all these transformational stories. I wanted to hear, you know, the things people had gone through. And, you know, it's since evolved um, into where it's now. And the show is really more about, you know, helping, you know, people understand the mindset behind success and how they got there. And, and I tell everybody before we go on an interview, I'm like, look, nobody gives a shit about your story. 
but they do want to know what you failed at, what you screwed up, what you've been through to get where you want to go, because that's how you learn anything in life. And, you know, we've had plenty of screw ups in the podcast and, you know, uh, different things that have happened along the journey, but, but it's, but it's, it's been a fun ride so far, so far. Well, there you go. At least, at least you remember to press record, and that's how you got there. <laughs> hey, but but all cards on the table, man. I've done it a couple times, and you know, you get to the end, and you just hope the second one's as good as the first one. So <laughs> there you go. Yeah. So well, we're gonna go into business, and like you said, what people want to hear is what went well, what what failed, what what yep. didn't work out so good. But how did you discover at the age of forty that? You were living somebody else's dream. Like what happened there? Yeah. So um, for when I got out of the Marine Corps, I really went 20 years as a straight commission sales guy. And I worked my way up into a sales training company and had a lot of fun. You know, I became one of the top sales trainers in the U.S. and was working with some, a lot of cool companies. And uh, I worked my way up into that company as a business partner and was just beginning the conversations to do a full buyout of him and his company. And it was going to be a seven figure buyout over you know five years. And we were going through that process. Well, we would kind of went out to have drinks to kind of really dive into that, start talking about paperwork, what that all looks like and everything. And while we're out that dinner, he said a phrase to me that, that just changed the complete trajectory of my life. And what he said is he looked right at me and said, Donnie, thank God you're my retirement plan. And when he said that to me, I'm, I swear, I, well, I'm 99% sure I accepted it, said, hey, thank you. It's been an honor. It's been fun to run with you. But I couldn't get that whole thought out of my freaking head, man. I was, and I couldn't think why. And it was on the drive home that I, it, it hit me like a ton of bricks holy shit, I'm literally somebody else's retirement plan. Mm-hmm. And uh, my world just went into this huge spin and I started looking at everything I'd done over my life and my career and I realized that my entire career, everything was living and chasing somebody else's dream. Mm-hmm. And dude, I, I um, kind of went into a, an internal freakout mode of, you know, who am I? What do I want to be? Who am I going to be when I grow up? And, not, you know, I'm going through all this turmoil. Well, in that process, 15 days from that moment when he said, and I, I always should say, I love that guy. And, you know, he helped me out tremendously once I launched my business and everything. But, um, and great guy. And he really meant that as a compliment. He didn't mean that as a derogatory thing. He was really grateful that I'd help him build his empire. Mm-hmm. And, you know, but 15 days from that conversation, you know, over a couple glasses of rum, um, I walked away from it all and launched my business. And I, you know, in my local area, I have a pretty cool brand. A lot of people knew me, um, but it was only local. And I, I had this wild hair that I was going to, you know, launch my business, build a website up and and things were just going to take off. And, and yeah, none of that happened. <laughs> you know, yeah, I launched a business and I had no idea what the hell I was doing. And, and it was quickly going downhill really fast, really fast. And what type of business was that, Tony? So I started off, you know, I always kind of had this thing where I, I thought I belonged on stages and it's, it's always still going to be in, you know, a huge dream of mine. And I've, I've had some really cool opportunities. I just continue to go bigger, but um, 
I, I, I don't know. I kind of thought that that was just going to be it. I was going to be like some sort of motivational speaker or something. And I, I don't know. I, I, I really thought that me just stepping out being a business world, I really, I thought the world was going to step up and say, hey, about damn time. Glad you showed up. <laughs> you know, ticket tape trades or some we, shit. We've been waiting for you. Right, right. And I think that was part of my problem is, although, you know, up until that point, I'd probably spoken on 800 to 1,000 stages. They just happen to be training rooms and, you know, in some other stages. But, I mean, I've trained thousands upon thousands of salespeople over the years. And, you know, so I've been in front of just a tremendous amount of people. So I really thought all that was going to be all I needed to to find success. because And when, when I didn't take into account, is how much work it takes to go into actually becoming a professional speaker. And, you know, so for, for me, I hadn't, didn't really have to do the business development side of things to get on stages. So I, I had to start learning all that. So in lieu of no revenue coming into the business, I started taking anything I could get to get revenue. So, I mean, early on in my business, dude, I'm building websites, I'm doing graphic design, I'm, I'm freaking, you know, editing videos and, you know, anything that I can find to get a few bucks coming in because mm -hmm. I was completely, you know, diminishing my, my nest egg very, very quickly because I was 100% self-funding this. And, you know, it was six months into the business when it, went really south and you know up until that point my wife and i lived a very cool life where you know i built the you know our dream house we bought our farm with all of our acreage and land you know i built a second house in the property for my mother-in-law and you know we had all this prior to me launching my business and then six months into the business man i'm i'm having the scariest conversation in the world with my wife and i walked up and said babe we're about to lose it all I mean, we're literally going to lose the farm. And I finally, it's the first time I really started walking her through the business and how bad I was fucking up. And, you know, she said one phrase that, that once again changed the direction for me. And she said, Donnie, get off your ass and go sell something. <laughs> and, you know, that's really what I did. I started fighting and clawing and, and, and starting to figure out things. Um, I was becoming a business owner, which was you know, a huge transition for me because I was an employee my entire life and trying to remove all those things you think about as an employee when you launch a business so you don't just create a job for yourself and, yes. you know, uh, learning along those lines. And, you know, it was for me, it was really when I found podcasting that my business really flipped um, because I've been lucky enough to interview some of the biggest names in the world on the show. And in, in doing that, I realized I couldn't have a shit show. I couldn't have, you know, I couldn't forget to hit the record button. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. I should have seen that one coming. <laughs> um, but, but, you know, I, I realized that, you know, I'd have to have automation, you know, the calendars. I would, I would have to have, you know, graphics set up, you know, you know, and look a hell of a lot bigger than I actually was. And that taught me processes, procedures. It taught me a lot about systems and having everything in place. And then, then taught me how to build out a team. And in doing all that, um, it really showed me the path to how to scale my business. And, you know, then, you know, partially because of the success of the show, but a lot of it because of the heavy lifting we've done in other arenas, um, you know, the business started growing and scaling and taking off and, you know, 
we've still got a long way to go and I've got a lot of, you know, names that I'm chasing, you know, so to speak to, to build, you know, what they have so badassly built in their businesses, you know, and I love, you know, seeing the work other people have put in and, you know, that's, that's what we're aiming at now is how big can we make this thing go? But let me tell you, uh, out the gate, um, was a lot of scary moments, you know, uh, and there was a lot of risk involved, and man, we learned a fuck ton during that time. Yeah, and, and anybody that is in business knows that it, it does get scary in, in most situations, unless you're, you're very lucky. There's always things that you know, no, nothing always goes right. There's always right. something, right? It's not as beautiful as a lot of people out there selling courses try to make it. Is <laughs> quit your job today and, and right. you're making seven figures tomorrow. Right. That that doesn't happen. Well, and, and even if it did, even if somebody made seven figures tomorrow, they'd lose it all because they haven't gone through the process to learn how to create it. And, mm-hmm. and you know, that's why I tell everybody, I'm like, quit trying to win the fucking lottery because you win the lottery, you're just going to lose it all because if you're an alcoholic before you won the lottery, you're still going to be an alcoholic after you win the lottery. You're just going to drink more expensive shit. Yes. And then you're going <laughs> to piss all your damn money away, you know, but everything in life is you've got to go through it to become it, you know? And, and so if you're trying to be an entrepreneur, business owner, whatever else, then go through it, go through the process. And, you know, early on in my business, I don't know if everybody did this, but I mean, I was trying to find every short cut I, a cut I could find, you know, you know, could I hire somebody that, that already had this and let them do anything I could think of, man, I was trying to try and figure out how to turn my business. And yeah. it always comes back to man. It's the old school stuff that works. You know, just just keep it simple. Keep your head down. Put out content and and continue to roll it, and and you'll eventually figure out what works for your business. And did it help you in any way? The fact that you were part of the Marine Corps and that maybe maybe helped you with some self discipline, and or it had nothing to do with it. You know, I, I I will attribute most of my discipline really to the parents. I think. To my parents, uh, I, I think the Marine Corps um, literally solidified what they'd already taught me. Um, so there's that. I was always an early riser. Marine Corps made sure of that, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so I, I think the, the Marine Corps really taught me, you know, who I didn't want to be when I grew up. You know, um, I'm not a structure and rule following kind of guy. So it was a phenomenal experience for me to, to, and you know, it's one of those things you always look back on something and you're like, you know, had I had fully understood that I'm not one that should be told what to do, I would have never went the employee route like I did for 20 freaking years. But, mm. you know, some people, myself mainly, I'm a very slow learner, I think, yes. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, but, but, you know, it's, it didn't do a lot for me early on in business um, because being a veteran, being in the military just doesn't do a whole lot for you in corporate America. Um, so you pretty much just leave that to the wayside. Don't tell a whole lot of people about it. And then, you know, you get to work, you know, and you rise on your own merit and, and then life gets good. That has been one of my greatest lessons in running a business that don't, don't rely on where you've been to what gets you where you want to go just keep freaking stepping forward and, and tackle what's in front of you. Oh yeah. And that's, uh, we both know somebody in common. That's proof of that, that she was to work in the army on 
twenty million dollar pieces of equipment. Yep. And after leaving, then she couldn't get a job. So don't depend on yeah. where you've been to. Yes. Yeah, and and it's funny because you know I, I I do from time to time get a lot of these military guys reaching out to me as soon as they get out. And what's what's the greatest thing you could do? And I tell them, forget you were in the military. You know, go get a freaking job and start fighting as hard as you did in the military and climb, you know, mm-hmm. and and learn new skills so you can figure out what the hell you want to be. Because everybody goes in the military, man. Uh, very few people go in there some patriotic status. I think most of us went in because we didn't know what the hell to do with our lives. You know, we, we didn't know our next move. And uh, I think it's it's a cool experience to help you figure out what you want to be when you grow up. And, yeah. you know, if most people will embrace that they'll they'll succeed outside of the service a hell of a lot quicker yeah and at one point that you were looking at anything right you said you were uh building websites doing social media uh i guess that that stage is over so because i've been through something similar uh do you believe in uh, niching down or niching down um i i do ultimately I think out the gate, though, I think you've got to find your niche, you know, uh, which which is really tough yeah. for people to wrap your head because there's so many people talking about niche, 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 and and I get that, right? But I but I think there's something to be said about going through and t- and testing the waters, trying things, and uh, in the words of somebody like Gary Vee, tasting it just to see if this is going to be your your vibe, this is going to be the direction you want to go, because like me. You know, I've always been aiming towards getting on stages and stuff, but the path to get here, dude, is 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 been one hell of a ride of figuring out how do I do that. You know, and and at this point, it's like fuck getting on everybody else's stages. I'm just going to create my own, and you know that's what we're doing with our summit and everything. But uh, it's really hard when you're out that gate early on to say, okay, this is my niche. I'm going to do X. It's very healthy for people to do. But I, but what happens when you say, okay, I'm only going to do X and then you get into it, you're a month into it and you still got no revenue coming in. You still got nothing going on. It's very hard to, to feed the family, take care of everything. So I really think the, the trying and testing and doing all the crazy shit that I did really helped me figure out what my company was. And it's given me so many cool experiences to, uh, uh, help others get to where I'm at now because I'm say, okay, this, I know exactly where you are in your business. Cause mm-hmm. that's where I was, you know, here's the path you need to take. Um, and that's, and that's been a lot of damn fun. And then I, uh, I saw something that it was uh, posted by you that massive action was the dumbest thing people <laughs> <laughs> uh, say to do. What do you, uh, can you explain that one? So everybody thinks it's gigantic leaps, right? Everybody thinks, you know, it's win the lottery. It's, it's you know, uh, I don't know, go live uh, at the ball drop. I mean, it's, it's, everybody just thinks it's, it's this huge transformation that has to happen. And, and it's never a huge transformation, man. It's incremental growth. And, and I truly believe that as people, we have to evolve into the next level version of ourselves because who we are right now is not who we need to become to get where we want to go. Mm-hmm. Right. We have to level up And all these guys that are like mash of action. All I can picture is a chicken with its head cut off, just running around the yard in circles. Right. And, and not actually getting anything done. I would rather people ratchet it in, pick a few fucking things that they're good at 
and then start doing those and doing it over and over and over again, right? Showing up every day doing those things because it goes back to it's it's the little things. It's a simple lifting to to get things done. I mean, literally, if most people would do the revenue stuff, the things that actually generate revenue in their business, first thing, get that out of the way before they do anything else, they would probably double their business in about six months. But the problem is that business development stuff, the the small action steps, they don't like doing it. It's uncomfortable. It sucks, mm-hmm. right? It's not the, I didn't sign up to be a sales guy in my own fucking company. Well, it's not sexy. Yeah, but but because they're not willing to to do that, you know, action regularly, and dude, that that can be something as simple as doing ten reach outs a day. Go to LinkedIn, find your ideal avatar, and go say freaking hi. Don't try and sell them shit. Just go try and say hi, ten times a day. You'll be amazed at how fast people will respond. Is if you're just a freaking human, you know. And it's like you said, that guy that reached out to you, you know, he was like, you know, Hey, I'm going to try and sell you something. You know, I could BS you all around, but you know, you know, the more you're just a person, the world shows up and it's the little things, but you know, most people screw up when they're building their business, building their empire is that social media post they're trying to type out, you know, their website being built, um, you know, some sort of Excel spreadsheet they're building for the 14th time, you know, that's the stuff they believe is going to fix their company when it's, when it's the simple business development moves. Yeah. And, and I always tell everybody if it's, if it's attached to revenue, knock that shit out first, get that stuff done. Then you can go do all the fun stuff in your business. Yeah. I absolutely agree with that. And there's another thing too, that uh, I, it's, it's one of my pet peeves is that, Everybody, we all know that without action, nothing happens. So you do have to take action. But there's people out there hammering it down, take action, take action, take action. And there's a lot of people that want to start taking action on everything. Yeah. And then you can't finish everything. Yeah. Right. And and that's, I mean, with most entrepreneurs have, uh, it's the entrepreneurial ADD. Like yeah. we get uh, and you know the new shiny object, and I I suffered for that. I, I still do a bit, but now because I'm aware of it, I I control it more, and I don't just start new things. Uh, well, you know, I, I, I think everybody goes through that. You know, it's it's like you know social media when you got guys like Gary Vee, you're like, dude, you got to do a hundred posts a day. You know, you got to be everywhere. Yes. And and I tried. I flat out tried, man. I was, you know, I was on platforms people have never even heard of trying to put out content, you know, and, and, you know, it was, it was a quick path to burnout, you know, trying to, you know, produce videos, go live, you know, do memes, do grab, do posts, do blogs and repurpose, you know, and what people don't realize is Gary's got like, you know, 27 people on his team producing content. Right. And that's not a knock on Gary. He's built a badass empire. You know, it's just, you know, he makes it sound like he's doing it all when he's got, you know, his teams of people. But, you know, it's it's simple. Pick one or two, right? One or two platforms. Get good on those two platforms. Get one or two business development. And, and if you master a platform, you know, it's like right now I've got people that handle, you know, all of Pinterest for me because who knew you could really build a podcast with Pinterest of all freaking places. Uh, when she first approached me, I'm like, bullshit. Nobody's yeah. building a podcast on Pinterest and 
sure as shit. We're building a podcast on Pinterest. And, you know, but, you know, I look at the stuff when she sends it to me, but she's 100% done all the heavy lifting on Pinterest herself. But I got my business to a point to where I could afford somebody that geeked out, loved Pinterest, and all she does is build Pinterest for podcasters, you know? <laughs> so when, as I tell a lot of people, when you get focused eventually on where your lane is, and you get to your niche of, of what is your spot and where you need to be. Once you start going big and loud with that, you start making a lot of noise, your people show up. And what I mean by people is there's going to be people that follow what you do that geek out in areas you hate. Like Pinterest, I, I don't want to freaking eat my dinner out of a freaking mason jar, right? Hmm. So, <laughs> so I'm not going to go be on all over Pinterest, but this gal geeks out on it. So, so hell yeah, I'll let her do all the heavy And she found me, you know, um, it's like the guy who does all the operations in my company, you know, he's, he's a data driven dude and I can't even wrap my head around half the shit he does, but he loves it. He totally geeks out of it. He found me, you know I mean? It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's when you start stepping into who you really are, your people will show up and that's, and that's been the coolest experience. And we just call it now building champions. Cause that's, that's literally what we've done. Yes. And, and you know, how you mentioned Gary V that's something very funny because I tried to get into it once. Like you said, you got to post a hundred times a day and this and that. And I actually start looking through his posts and I realized something very funny that at this point in this stage where he is and he has a full-time cameraman right in uh, 100% of the time or 90% of the time with him, he can post things like one of the posts I saw that had thousands and thousands of shares and likes and everything, and it was. Winners win. That's it. Said so, no shit. Come on, right? But that stuff, of course, it's obvious. It's logic. But the next one was a smiley face and nothing else. This was on Twitter. Smiley face. And there he goes. He gets like 5,000 shares on that, right? So we're not at that stage yet. Yeah, but what I want people to understand about that is if Gary would have done that 10 years ago, 12 years ago, mm-hmm. he would have got crickets. Nobody would have said a fucking word. That dude has been grinding it out, in his words, for 10 to 12 years to get to that level. Yeah, you know, uh, and I think people often forget that. You know, well, and uh, too, everybody's looking at vanity metrics. You know, as well, they they put a post out and they're like, "Oh my god, nobody liked it." Yes. Right? <laughs> nobody. Yeah, it drives me nuts. And and guys, it's all about coming back to revenue. If you can turn revenue from it, then keep moving in that direction. If there's no revenue coming out, get out of it. Do something different. You know. Yeah. Uh, um, I, I don't know. It's it's we live in a very bizarre time. It's the greatest time I think in the world to build a business. Yes, literally, you don't need any education. You can use YouTube, you know, or Google, and you can figure out. I mean, I I don't know how you learned how to podcast, but I literally taught myself how to podcast through YouTube. I didn't take a course or buy it off anybody. I literally went to YouTube and said, "Okay, how do you record a podcast?" Where do you I did put the same. it? <laughs> right? I did the same, Donnie. And this was three years ago, a five-minute YouTube video from this girl. And I actually had saved the link somewhere because she doesn't even know, but she helped me tremendously without even knowing. 
and uh, it was a five-minute YouTube video. That and, I and I bet that you've not liked or commented on that particular video. Uh, funny enough, you are 100% correct. And, and I, I'm not busting your chops on that. Yeah. What I want people to hear is it's never about the people who like or comment. It's how many lives are touched by that video, what you did. Right? Yes. Look what it's done for you, your business, and career. Right. The only thing different she could have done is is maybe there's a call to action on there somewhere that says, hey, if you got questions about this, reach out. You know, something simple because, you know, people may have took her up on it and said, oh, this is a great video. You know, I'm stuck here. Would you help Mm -hmm. me? You know, just to get an added movement. But it's never about the people who like and comment. I mean, I I got a post going on LinkedIn right now about my summits, a video I put out. And this guy didn't even comment on it. And he sent me a message. Doesn't I don't know if he liked it. I can't see that. But but he, he didn't comment. I know because I went all through all threads. And he just saw the video and sent me a message and said, hey, do you have a sponsorship package for your summit? Wow. You know, so so it's it's it goes back to it's not about the people who are engaging with your stuff. Mm-hmm. It's about the people that are seeing your stuff and then responding outside the normal way. I mean, that's that's how this really gets, you know, business done in this day and age. Yeah. It's that invisible ripple effect. Yeah. That it's definitely going to affect it. Same as with you, with you, Donnie, in your podcast, you got thousands of listeners. Uh, you may have an idea, but you never know for sure how many people out there you are helping or changing their lives. Yeah. It's just, Sometimes we do get a, a message, and I do yep. the same. I get a message sometimes, uh, thank you for this, and thank yep. you for that. I have another podcast where I share a lot of information. So, I mean, that feels amazing, right? So for those of you listening, uh, Donnie's audience or my own, uh, and send us messages. Let us yeah, know. dude, it means a ton. It really, when you get those messages, you know what's funny is when I was in Ireland, um, my wife and I found this one random store. I mean, we're in the, the high, I think the highest mountains in Ireland. And don't ask me what town. I forget what town it is in. But we're driving in, and all of a sudden on this hill right before a bridge is this huge store. And so we go in because we're tourists, and, and that's what you do. And we go in, and it's a massive store. And I ended up talking to this guy, really nice guy. I wish I could remember his name. And he asked me what I did. You know, of course, I'm American. And uh, uh, so I told him, you know, I was a podcaster. He goes, really? And so he pulls out his phone, goes, what's the name of your podcast? And I showed him and, you know, he, get, he subscribed to it. And, you know, he walked around the store. He happened to be the store owner, which was really kind of cool. But he looked at me and he said something that, that I just love. He said, Donnie, you know, on this podcast journey of yours, I want you to remember, if times ever get tough and you're wondering if anybody's listening to your show, I want you to know there'll be one guy and his dog walking the mountains of Ireland tuning into every freaking episode. And I was like, Oh my God, dude, you know, that was like, you know, and so, and, and literally I, I love telling everybody he's built my audience in Ireland. Cause I got a pretty good following in Ireland now. Wow. And yes, I spoke there, but, but I like to think it's this one guy and his damn sheepdog, you know, <laughs> who's telling one other person about the show and it's continuing to do it. But you know, that's why you do all this, you know, it's, what was it like the first time somebody reached out to you through a message or something because of your podcast? It was a cool experience, right? Oh yes, it was. It was unbelievable. I actually had, and I won't forget it. It was through a Instagram message. So it wasn't even through the, the blog I have for the podcast. It was on Instagram, a a message. And I mean, it, it was a great feeling like somebody's actually listening. Although I know somebody's listening because we see the downloads, but, 
I mean, it's a real human being contacting you. Um, and the same thing, the first time somebody reached out to be on my show to be a guest, I was like, oh my God, I made it. You know, somebody <laughs> somebody went through the site and wants to be a guest on the show. You know, it's it's those little things. And, and what people don't understand is, you know, a simple thing like leave a review for a website or for a podcast, you know, uh, or even if they click five stars, four stars, any sort of touch rating like that, it means everything to us. I mean, and it's not an ego thing. It's just, it's just a reminder to keep going that we're doing the right thing, you know, and we're touching lives. Um, uh, that's, that's what I love, you know, in this day and age, because they always said, you know, when you go on stage, if you can change or touch one life, then, then it's worth it. Well, with podcasting, you get a chance to do that all the time. You know, because you can just put out content, whatever you want to put out content, just do it consistently, regularly, and, you know, start talking to your audience, you know, but, but it's, it's a cool time we live in. It's absolutely amazing time. So Donnie, let's talk a little bit more about today, what's happening right now and not the past anymore. Yep. You, you train champions. Uh, anybody can become a champion. Yep. Does it take a special breed to be a champion? No, um, I'm the guy that hates people to say that, the, you know, they're a natural born athlete, natural born leader or whatever bullshit they want to throw out there. I think everything's a learned skill. I think you, you can definitely be raised in a household that may give you easier, better benefits to get somewhere. And some people got to fight a little bit fucking harder. And I have more respect for the ones that come from shit and fight a little bit harder to find success than the ones that may have had a little bit easier. But everything is created. You know, I don't think anybody's a natural born anything. It's like, you know, people used to tell me all the time, somebody's a natural born salesperson. What the fuck does that even mean? Yeah. At, at three years old, I'm not going to put him in front of somebody to close a million dollar deal, right? They're going to have no idea what to say or do. You learn all that shit. And, you know, so it's the same thing. Um, you know, people can become the champion of their success. They just got to be willing in the words of Rocky Balboa to take it on the damn chin and keep moving forward you know, and, and, you know, start choosing the chaos, start choosing the trial, start choosing to go in shit, not to beat it, but to freaking learn from it and, and grow. So with the, the company, we really focus on how to help people get their mindset right so they can go and do the crazy things, speak on stages, go on podcasts, do lives and build their businesses because, in this day and age, if you're not going big and loud in this world and making a lot of noise and becoming the face of your company, then you're going to have a really challenging time because gone are the days. And they give him a guy who's a cold caller. You know, I grew up cold calling, smiling and dialing in the whole nine yards. Those days are slowly going away. I'm not saying it doesn't work anymore, but it's a hell of a lot easier ways to, to grow a business by getting out there and, and building your personal brand beyond, you know, anything else. And that's where everything led up to us doing this summit. You know, I have a Facebook group that's got almost 850 members in it and they're all small business owners. It's called Success Champions. Their name is my company. And we do this thing called Champions Happy Hour where every Friday I sit down with a cocktail and I start teaching and coaching and a lot of time ranting. Um, and I got a lot of smart asses that follow and watch. It's a lot of fun. And my family even gets involved with it and, and then it gets really chaos. But 
Um, during one of those, a gal popped on there and she's like, hey, Donnie, I've got a speaking engagement for you down in Corpus Christi, Texas. I said, oh, that's cool. You know, send me the information. Well, as soon as she said that, one of the other people watching the live goes, well, shit, if you're going to be down there, why don't we just do a road trip and all those champions meet down there? So it was, we were fixing to do a meetup down in Corpus Christi. And then, you know, I'm like, dude, I'm not going to drive. You know, Corpus Christi is about eight hours south of me or something. Maybe it's not that far, but it's a good way mm-hmm. south of me. And I was like, screw that. I'm here in Fort Worth. So, you know, I put the team together and said, let's do our own summit. Um, so we're doing the Badass Business Summit. And it's 100% me, you know, living out what I tell others to do. And it's to do the thing that scares the pure living shit out of you and and go into it knowing shit's going to break, knowing shit's going to screw up and doing it any damn way. So um, it's literally the scariest thing we've ever done in our money, uh, you know, done for our company because spending a shit ton of cash to to make this happen. Um, but every day I turn around, something else as cool is coming from it. So I've already told my team, you know, I gave them four months to help me build this thing out. Um, and I've already told them, like, good, we're going to do it again in the fourth quarter. And they're like, we haven't even sold this one out yet. I'm like, it's okay. We're <laughs> going to do it in the fourth quarter as well. So, but but that's, I mean, the answer to to success in business in this day and age is is look at your business and go, okay, what freaks you the hell out right now? What's what's what is the thing that you know you should be doing but you're not? And go do that, and do that consistently, regularly. And it, it's a game changer, absolute game changer. And Donnie, uh, that is the Badass Business Summit? Yep, yep. So you can go to badassbusinesssummit.com and find all the details. Tickets are on sales in Fort Worth, Texas. We've got 12 speakers uh, coming around the U.S., some of the biggest speakers um, in in their chosen field. So Trish Lito, Brandy Holloway, Stevie Don, Carter. I got Jeremy Ryan Slate. I mean, myself. We're going to do two live podcasts. So my podcast there, I'll be interviewing um, – uh, Nicole Dickman, who's the CEO of Envoy Managed Services, multi multi million dollar you know company, and worked with some of the biggest companies in the world. And she's going to talk about you know her come up story. She's got a really cool champion story. Um, I'm excited to, to share it for everybody. Another podcast called Sales Throwdown. Um, these guys uh, talk sales. Um, based on four different personality traits. We're going to do a live with them. Got a full trade show going. Um, course cocktails because the hotel is attached to the convention center. Um, it's it's going to be, I, you know, we just got a video commercial done to you. I'll send to you if you want to include it in the show notes. Yes, it's, yes. it's pretty badass what, what we put together. Um, it's scary because, you know, I you think about, attending an event and how chaotic it can be trying to figure out which courses and paths you're going to go on, you know, for the schedules and everything. And, you know, when do you got to be where, you know, now think of the other side of things and you got to put all that shit together, <laughs> you know? So it's, it's a lot of times you don't, you don't know what you don't know until you get in the game, but that's how you learn, you know, is, is by my team will tell you the number one thing I say is, all right, let's go break something. You know, because if you go into it, and I always say champion chooses the trials, you know, you go into it, no one shit's going to break. Nothing works perfect. But if you go into it, that mindset, you're more apt to juke and move when it happens. So, so it's, it, it's crazy, man. Really crazy. And I got the Badass Business Summit. You got uh, all three S's there in the middle? Yep, all three. Uh, so we, well, we bought both URLs <laughs> because the first time I wrote it out, I'm like, that is a lot of S's. <laughs> like, I bet somebody's going to fuck it up. But yeah, so it's, it's Badass Business Summit with three S's in the center. Okay. Um, we'll get you there. 
if you screw up in two S's, I think they get you there as, as well. As soon as I typed it, I figured I, I must have screwed up. So, but I didn't. So I got the right one. <laughs> yeah, because you, you do it. It's like, damn, that's a lot of S's. Yeah. <laughs> I also um, found your success, Champions Magazine. Yep. yep. Uh, that's something and, you're having uh, a lot of fun with. And yeah. This is, another one of those things came out of the Champions app. Yeah. That's a fun thing about having a, a group of people that are into your message and story is they'll tell you everything that they want. I highly encourage everybody to start a Facebook group of some sort. I mean, it's, it's so hmm. low maintenance and so easy to, to build a cool following. Um, uh, and, and, Two quick tips on building a Facebook group. This is really all you need to do. Do a Facebook group on something you absolutely geek out on. Something that is a pure joy and love. Don't do it for your business. Don't If you're a coach, don't start a coaching group. Mm-hmm. Do something you totally freaking geek out on. So, because you're going to be putting content in there every day. And then every morning, every morning, ask a question. Doesn't matter what the damn question is. Ask a question and you'll be amazed. People just want a community. You know, they want to engage with you. So so literally, that's how we've built the Success Champions group. And during one of those Champions Happy Hours, man, um, people just started asking us for more and more content. And I look at the team, I'm like, I don't know how the hell we keep up with all this. I mean, you know, and we always joke, well, Gary's got 27 guys. I'm like, well, I got you nine, you know, and, <laughs> and not every one of you is going to be producing content. Damn it. Um, so go I to a, my page and right. post winners win. <laughs> right. <laughs> Smiley face. <laughs> um, but, but, you know, so, so we, I, I challenged a team. I'm like, okay, how do we come up with more content? And one of my team members came back to me and they were like, let's do a magazine. I'm like, nobody fucking reads magazines anymore. Why the hell are we going to do a magazine? They're like, we'll do it strictly online. We'll get, you know, some of the members of the group to contribute stories to it, you know, and we'll handle most of the work. And I'm like, all right, let's try it. Right. It's not not been done. You know, we can only learn from it. So let's go break some shit. And did we put out the first issue in September of 19 and that first issue picked up 3,600 subscribers. Um, and my Facebook group's not even that big. It just, um, you know, I, I think we hit the right audience, the right message. Um, and we put out a really, really high-end magazine. And it's all online. And we're still learning. Like, we didn't know the first issue that we could put videos in the damn thing. So yeah. now the second one, we put videos in it. But we didn't know we needed to build certain blocks for it. So now we got certain blocks going into it. So now we're going into our third edition where – what, 4,600, no, 4,800 subscribers now um, on there. I mean, it's it's being read all over the, the world. We've got, you know, advertisers in there. Um, and it's all content and curated from people under this Facebook group. And what's cool is because now, you know, we've helped a lot of these people be a first time, you know, published anywhere type thing. They're sharing the shit out of it. I mean, they're telling all their friends and family that, oh my God, I'm in a magazine and, uh, you know, it's curated all for small business owners and, and it's just another cool way to, to add to this community of people that are continuing to help, you know, champion their own life. It's, you know, it's, everybody's always said, listen to your audience. They'll tell you which way to go. And it's a hundred percent the truth. Yeah. And you know what? I, I was just thinking about it, how, how, how great of an idea that is because uh, depending on uh, the age of your audience, 
I fear a lot of people that are older 30 that grew up with magazines and yeah. in their hairdressers and, and while they were waiting in line for the doctor or whatever, most of those people maybe at one point had the dream of being in a magazine. Oh, probably. I never thought about it. Though. You're right. You're right. So now that they're 30, 35, 40, whatever, maybe, okay, here's my chance, right? Yeah. And, uh, yeah. So. Yeah. That's, I actually never thought about it. That's actually a great thought to, to put. Probably. Maybe that's, that's part of, you know, some of the success behind it, you know, um, and the articles have been amazing, you know, uh, you know, we had to, of course, build out all the process and automation and everything to make those that whole process run smoothly. And, you know, that's all stuff that I'm never going to wrap my head around. So I kind of got, you know, a team that, that handles that. But, you know, it, and, and I know I keep saying team. Let me, let me tell your, your, your people this. Guys, I didn't get a team till well over a year in my business. Up until that point, I really did 99, 95% of it myself. Mm-hmm. Right. It took me a long time to get my company to a place where I could bring on team members. And even those first team members, and those were trades, those were barters. I couldn't afford to freaking pay anybody. I could barely afford to pay my damn self. You know. Um, and and so when I say team, just know that it's it's you know gone through a lot of evolution to get where we are. And you know, I did a lot of bad hires. I, I brought on the long, wrong teammates, long vendors, you know, you know, to, to get here. But, you know, uh, with that magazine, having your fans curate the content, writing about what they want to hear about, you know, telling us what they're, they're looking for and the ads and everything are all aimed at that same audience, I think is contributing a hell of a lot to its success because, I don't read magazines. I don't remember the last time I picked up a magazine. Maybe it was in a doctor's office, you know. Yeah. Um, but I think that is because it's so curated. It's it's working very, very, very well for you know our our audience, our avatar. So uh, yeah. it's it's once again, I've said this. I feel like I've said this thirty times. It's wild, man. It's it's, it's just been a fun ride getting here. You know, I can't wait to see what happens on this journey as we continue to go bigger. Yeah, and I can't wait to see as well how how big you're going to get, how far this is going to go. And Donnie, I already have here on show notes for everybody that's listening, I have some of Donnie's links, like the Badass Summit. I have Donnie's Facebook group. What else am I missing, Donnie? Where can people find you? Yeah, absolutely. So it's always fun, and I appreciate that. Um, if they'll send the word success to 817-318-6030, we're going to send them a whole workbook on work-life balance. One of the things I really struggled with was how do I you know, be home with the family when I'm home? Because being an entrepreneur, man, you're damn near 24-7. You can't turn off the business. So work-life balance was a huge thing for us. So we put that that in there. So if they'll send the word success to 817-318-6030, uh, we'll send that. You know, of course, we're going to ask for your email address you know, so we can send you that just up front. Um, and then you'll get an invite to you know, our Facebook group as part of that process. You know, but that's, that's, you know, if it makes sense to be part of our community, come hang out. If it doesn't make sense, cool. You know, um, that's just the way we go. You know, we believe badasses rise together and that's how you do it. So, so come hang out and, and guys do me the, the, the greatest favor. I mean, this has been a lot of fun, but a hell of a conversation and I really, really enjoy this, but do me a favor guys, go leave him a damn review somewhere. 
I mean, you're listening to the show. You've given them an hour of time. Go, go leave them a review anywhere you listen to podcasts. And even better yet, go teach somebody else how to subscribe to a show. I mean, it's amazing to me how many people, you know, don't know how to listen to podcasts yet. So go teach a buddy. Yeah. Hey, I listen to this awesome podcast. You should tune in and, and help bring some of your people along for the ride um, because it means everything to us as podcasters. Yes, it does, Donnie. So thank you so much for that. I often forget to ask people for reviews and uh, uh, the opportunity is huge. The platform is awesome. If you guys like what you're listening to, if you're here right now, you listen to one hour podcast right now. So go ahead and leave us a review and uh, really appreciate that. Absolutely. And Donnie, thank you so much. We like, uh, like, you know, we're going to stay in touch. And uh, we may have to do this a couple more times. Uh, this time I did hit record. So. Yeah, so I, I was looking up again, and it's still recording, so we're good. <laughs> you know, through, throughout the podcast, I checked, I checked for like 10 times. That's so awesome. I've got you gun shy for the rest of the time you podcast out. <laughs> yeah. Thank oh, you so awesome. much, Sonny. We'll stand Absolutely, time. brother. My, my absolute honor doing this. It's been a lot of fun. Thanks for subscribing to FailFast Podcast. If you enjoyed the show, please leave a review and visit FailFastPodcast.com for show notes, Quinn's social media, or even to tell us your story.